what's going on, my heroes, and welcome to this week's episode of the Indestructible Podcast, the podcast for the people, the podcast that can never die. I am your host, the Indestructible Danny Cano. And on this week's episode, it's going to be a little bit different than the norm, as I was recently sent an advanced screener for review from the guys over at Thoughtfly Media, the guys who brought you Loss Prevention and Monsters Wanted. Now, for me, guys, I'm a huge supporter of all indie arts, indie music, indie film. So this is right up my alley. Um, the film centers around three friends and events that lead and unfold after a crazy, fun, uh, let's just say, substance-enhanced night in the, in the woods. And all the crazy things that happen afterwards, all the things that they've been haunted by after that one night. Now, the three leads in the film. Um, the main actress that plays Abby in this film was phenomenal man her performance was brave it was beautiful it was bold it was everything that you want from an actor and generally from what i saw from the production notes of this was that these actors are kind of generally unknown the two male leads were kind of from the little theater scene where this film was shot and the main actress playing abby she was sort of scouted outside of that in that they wanted to bring in somebody to, who can really pull off the complexities of this role. And I think she did great. I wanna see this girl and, and tons of other things. I can't wait to see what comes for her. Anyway, the film is not exactly a horror film in your traditional sense of like cheap jump scares, stupid cliches, things like that. This film, I thought, really, really played up the whole idea of a psychological thriller is really what I would describe it as. And for me, this is great because my favorite horror film of all time is The Shining. The, it's completely weird. It's completely psychological. And to me, that is far more intriguing. And that resonates with me more in terms of horror than just like some like jump scare every five seconds. And one thing that this film does really great in that is, and it, this is something that I usually see in a lot of indie horror films, is it doesn't rely on cheap jump scares and doesn't rely on cliches to keep your attention because it is an indie film. This film was was daring in the choices that it took. It was complex in the storyline and the characters, I thought, because um, in traditional horror films or thrillers, things like that, we tend to see a lot of cliches. We tend to see a lot of stereotypes in film. You're, you're always usually able to go, oh, that's that type of character, or that's that type of character. But in this film, there's, there's a lot more gray area than uh, your typical character, I would say, in that these uh, young actors portraying these characters really come off as genuine in their actions in that they're not exactly the most moral characters i should say but in doing so they're they become more real they're way more dynamic and they're, they're they kind of play on the old school dynamics that you you maybe have established with film characters and it sort of rewrites that it, 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 it there's there's so, at times characters where you go oh i love that character and then there's times where you go I really don't like that guy or that girl or whatever, but that's that's real, you know. That's human nature to fuck up. That's 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 honest, you know. And in filmmaking and storytelling, I think the best stories and the best characters are ones that are real and ones that you can establish a key point in that you can say, oh, I know somebody like that, or yeah, I, that might have been me doing that, you know, because nobody's perfect. Everybody has faults, and this film, I thought really hit it home in terms of just unique character dynamics in terms of just really being honest and brutal another cool thing about this film is the creature design now i'm not going to go into spoilers or anything because 
I feel like this film should be experienced more than me telling you about this. But the creature design in this film, I thought it was awesome. Because what have we seen in recent years is that all, all uh, movie monster villains tend to follow the Cloverfield monster look in that it's, it's this jumbled pile of like limbs and just this weird looking thing. But this, this monster was definitive. It was freaking creepy, man. It was scary. I was seeing that thing uh, like in my nightmares last night, man. <laughs> so that's, that's one thing. And another thing that this film does really well is that it keeps you in suspense. It keeps, there's an underlying mystery throughout the film that you want to know what happened to these characters. You want to know what it is that's driving them to have these crazy visions, to have these nightmares. You want to know what is stalking them. You know, you want to know. There's, it's a great mystery. It's a great overlying story arc that I really feel is engaging. And a lot of um, things in this film really reminded me of the film The Babadook. And uh, if you've seen that film, it's, uh, it's sort of the same thing in that it's very psychological. It plays on your perceived notions of what people should do. In that film, it being a mother and son dynamic. In this one, being a relationship dynamic. And this film... It's it's found footage. It's sort of found footage, but it also transitions to your traditional movie uh, shots, and it does so in a really seamless way that I felt as a viewer it was really voyeuristic, and it felt that you were actually seeing, and you were sort of peering in on this little slice of life in this little corner of the universe, and it really felt that you were you were there, you were witnessing something happening, as opposed to it being like. Well, of course, how did that weird camera angle happen or, or um, it just, it, it, you know what I mean? Like in typical found footage films, there's always the idea that, oh, why on earth is this dude holding this camera at this angle and why would he be doing this? Or how could they get that perfect angle? But this film, I felt really realistically did it in a way that you never question, you never go, oh, bullshit. How does, how's that dude still holding that camera or bullshit? How is that shot happening? It, it, it just, it's a very seamless transition from found footage to regular film shots. And I feel like you won't even maybe notice the difference a lot of times in this film, but it really, it really adds to the idea of us peering in on these characters. The film also centers around the idea of a decaying relationship and it, it did so in a way that I really have never seen on film before. I've never seen the idea of a, uh, Mm, how should I put this? A very sexually active couple, but that the sex in their relationship, where as opposed to it being a great positive in a sexual in a relationship, it sort of hinders their love for each other, and it sort of becomes their driving force in their relationship, as opposed to it being just a great thing that comes with it. You know what I mean? And that dynamic was really unique in this film. I never, I don't think I've ever seen a, dyna a dynamic like that in this film. And like I said, the characters really play with your preconceived notions. I was I was definitely rooting for some characters at times, and at times I was like, oh, I want them to just die, you know? <laughs> but um, as I was saying, the two male leads, they're, they're, um, they're good, they're serviceable. From the production notes that I was sent, it said that these guys were sort of from the local theater scene, and from me being in the local theater scene myself, I understand <laughs> maybe it's a little bit hard to transition from film I mean, from theater to film, you know, so, but they, they were serviceable. They were very good. And especially the character of Riker, at times the actor was a little bit, a little bit too, I should say, wooden. I, I don't know. But um, in terms of his character, it sort of fit and that he was sort of the burnout friend 
So you don't exactly expect him to deliver lines and to be the most lucid guy, you know. You're expecting him to be kind of loose. So it fit his character. And the other lead, the male, uh, Caleb, um, he was good. He was definitely good. Um, he, he does a good job of playing an asshole, you know, <laughs> which is what the character called for at times. So the guy was great. He was, um, he was really complex in his, in his portrayal. It was, it was a, it was a pretty good character study, which for me is the most, it, some of the most interesting films for me are character studies, are slow, um, developments of characters that you we can so slowly see their transition from one thing to the other and this film really hit it home man this one really knocked it out of the part in terms of that i'm just going to put this out there in case some of you um maybe are a little bit sensitive to this sort of thing but there's a lot of sex in the film there's a lot of sex and nudity in the film but it's done so in a way that it's driving to the storyline it's done so in that way in that it's necessary for the film. There's nothing that's gratuitous in this film. Nothing. No no shot is wasted. No BS things are added in for mass appeal or anything like that. No, nothing is BS in this film. It's all, it's very real, it's very intriguing, and it's very honest. And as a, as a storyteller myself, I find that really refreshing. I find that really bold, honestly. And so I'm just putting that out there. You never know. You guys... I'm pretty sure we're all adults here. It's not a big deal, but you never know. But as I said, thank you to the guys again at ThoughtFly Media for sending me the advanced screener. And just in case if you guys don't know, a screener is basically just an advanced copy of a film before the film actually comes out. The film is actually um, set for release for January 29th. I'll post a link um, in the description below so you guys can check it out. You guys can pre-order it. Tell them the Indestructible Podcast sent you. And uh, I'm going to end this review with um, the teaser trailer for the film so you guys can check it out. Like I said, check it out. It gets my stamp of approval. It's a really unique thriller, horror, film character analysis that's so intriguing. It's, it's so mysterious and it's so real that I feel like uh, films like these need to be supported. You know, we need to support all of our indie artists, all of our, all of our creative and unique, honest voices out there. We need to support each other like that. So... Tell them the Indestructible Podcast sent you. Check it out. It gets my sample of approval. And as always, you guys already know, stay indestructible. I'll see you guys next time. She told me everything. this ache, hunger, I don't know what to call it, like something's clawing its way into my brain.